0: As leaders in the church of Jesus, we take our cue from the nature of God himself. We, we don't have authority because we were born with authority. We have it delegated and we are, are representing him. Now, one of the key attributes of God's nature is that he's got a huge heart for people that stray, people that wander away. And uh, you can see that even in the Old Testament. In Ezekiel 34, he has a serious rebuke for the shepherds who have neglected the people of God and allowed them to wander over every high hill and become cannon fodder for the things of this world. And then Jesus, uh, remember, told that story, the parable about uh, the good shepherd who left the 99 sheep uh, and wandered around looking for that that solitary little sheep that are drifted away. The nature of God is to bring back banished people, people that have gone into exile, self-exile, drifted away from the church, drifted away from God himself. And so as leaders in his church, we need to ask God for that heart. And so whether you're a connect group leader, whether you're a a leader of a church, um, when people begin to drift away, our hearts should ache like God's heart aches. And the point of this uh, little talk is to talk about the skills required to bring them back. You see, for us to to reflect God in that way, we've got to be the shepherds that wander over the hills, who leave the 99, who go bring back those who've drifted away. Now, to bring someone back, you've got to know why they've left in the first place. And so uh, one of the reasons people drift away is that uh, they become stiff-necked. They they become stubborn. They let hardness creep into their heart. Uh, In Exodus 32, 9, it says, you stiff-necked people. It's a a beautiful picture. It's like you can imagine a little toddler, you making, I'm not going to do that. I don't want to do that. And and like people can throw tantrums like that and become hard. And you do that long enough and your stiff neck creeps into a stiff heart. And next minute, you just don't want to go to church. That's that's one of the reasons. It's very difficult to bring someone back whose heart has grown cold like that. Another reason why people drift away is that they uh, get hurt and unforgiveness uh, creeps into into their heart and uh, they, they they become offended by people and, and then they just don't want to see that person so they, they stop coming because, because they, they don't want to confront it and, and next minute they're in isolation, they drifted apart. And another re- reason people drift away is they, they don't pay attention to the key relationships in their life in church. Uh, Firstly, the relationship with the Lord, and and second, with other church people. Any relationship that you neglect is bound to die. Another reason why people drift away is that they become legalists. Uh, When you try and live your faith under law and under the observance of all sorts of um, legalistic rituals, you're going to become disappointed in yourself. I can remember when I was a new Christian, a preacher came to town, preached this phenomenal message that I responded to, and uh, at the end of his message, he called us to respond, and in that response, he made us pray a prayer, a vow, that we would do a five-minute quiet time every day, and so I took the vow. Well, for a couple of months, I became a real little legalist. My, My quiet time shrunk to five minutes to fulfill the law. And then it happened. I didn't have my quiet time one day. I felt like such a failure. I didn't even want to go to church, let alone lead. and um, you know, in my life, if I look back, I drift into that every now and again, become legalistic over things, then beat myself up because I that because I don't achieve them. If people become legalists, it's just a matter of time before they're going to uh, drift away. And then another reason people leave is because their appetites get the better of them. The longings of their heart shift from God and His people to to maybe a boyfriend or, or sport or money or that career. It's not that we can't love those things. It's just when they replace God, uh, people get into trouble and then they drift away. So you might say, well, Grant, well, okay, so I see people have drifted. Uh, how do I bring them back? Well, well, the first thing I'd like to say is that the, we need to try and catch them before they drift, before someone moves away. He turns, and he begins. He begins to move, and so you've got to ask God for wisdom to to be able to detect that. So, so how do you pick someone whose heart is beginning to move, who's beginning to turn? Um, well, you, you you begin to pick it up in what they say, in attending less frequently. Out of the overflow of a heart, and mouth speaks, and and what they celebrate about or what they talk about and what they're griping about, those things will tell you the condition of the heart. And a a shepherd should be attentive to the cries and to the pleas of of the people. But, uh, you know, if if we had to look at a, a scripture that informs the bringing back of strays best, I think it's probably the story of the prodigal son. Because the father, and I picture him up on the roof, uh, you know, straining, looking into the distance uh, for his son that has drifted away. And, uh, yeah, we've got to note a few things about that dad. Firstly, he didn't go and uh, join the son in the pigsty. He didn't go and, you know, prostitute himself with the boy. He, but he was definitely longing for him, waiting for him. Why? Because the scripture says he saw him a long way off. So I read into that, that he was praying, that he was aching for the people that left. We've got to trust God for that. We've got to take people primarily to the Lord in prayer and say, God, why are they leaving? Why are they left? Why are they doing that with their lives? And begin to pray. And you might say, well, God, what do I pray? Well, the the number one prayer for me, for people who drifted away, is that that they repent. Uh, You see, repent, the word metanoia means turn around. They need to... Turn around like that guy in the pigsty had to come to his senses and say, actually, no, it's far better in the father's house. Now, you can't make someone repent. It's the Holy Spirit who convicts us of sin, of righteousness and judgment to come. So you, you've got to pray that prayer. Lord, let him come to his senses. Let him repent. Let him see that it's so better with you than it is uh, on his own. And so whether his heart has grown hard, whether he's become, you know, locked in unforgiveness, repentance, is the the spiritual act that he's going to do to to come home. And you say, well, Grant, other than praying, other than hoping that he repents, what can we do? Well, the scripture in uh, Exodus 34 and Jesus' parable certainly tells of a shepherd going out to. And that father jumps off his roof and he, you know, he throws all dignity aside. I see him picking up his robe, his beard flapping in the wind, running to his son who is smelling of pig urine and hugs him with his embrace. Now, you can't run into the supermarket and go and throw your arms around everyone who hasn't been to church. But, but the going to, you know, the text, the SMS to say that I miss you, to say that, you know, be good to have coffee with you it it requires the fathers the shepherds to go you you, you you pray that's one thing but but the prayer will will cause you to want to go and, and what do you do when you get there well you accept them you, you may not be accepting the way they're living but you're accepting them they need to know that they they loved by you and accepted by you and missed by you and um and, and you know when they reciprocate and they see the joy in your heart, I mean that father he was overflowing with joy when they see the joy that that a shepherd that a father wants them back, it does something and it and it causes them uh to to return and then the other thing that the father does in that story is that he he deals with the older brother. Now, sometimes someone has left church because they have an offense with someone. Sometimes, it's not easy, but as a connect group leader, as a shepherd, as a pastor, you've got to help them confront the situation, either just to forgive and forget, or to sit down with the person that's hurt them and help them work that thing through. If we shepherds representing the heart of the Father, we've got to ask God care for a heart of concern for people that drift out of his care, drift out of his family, drift out of his fold. And and then we've got to ask the Holy Spirit to give us wisdom, give us insight into, to see them. You know, often, often, you know, you haven't noticed on the outside any change in behavior, but the Holy Spirit just puts a disquiet in you as a shepherd and tells you there's something wrong. That person is about to move. And, and so many people uh, I've uh, sent texts to, sent voice notes to, um, gone round to visit, uh, who apparently were in good shape, but were, were, were sheep that had, had almost turned, ready to leave. Shepherds after the heart of God have a heart for those who banish themselves, who, who found themselves on the outside drifting away. God bless you as you follow in his footsteps and bring his strays back.